yo, yo, all you suck MCs ain't got nothing on me. From my grades to my life, you can't touch Kevin G. I'm a mouthy, some nerds and birds, but forget what you heard. I'm like Jake on the third. Just shake it, not stirred. I'm having a four. The Jeep's silent when I sneak in your door. Make love to the woman on the bathroom floor. I don't play like Shaq. You'll know it was me. Cause the next time you see her, she'd be like, oh, Kevin G. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Episode two of the Not For Nothing podcast. I'm Kevin G, here with my co-host, Oliver. Or Ollie, actually. And that's still a horrible dog sound effect. I can't I can't find one that actually sounds like my dog. Oh, that's too deep. Huh. <laughs> my actual dog is looking at me like, um, something's going on. Anyway, I'm figuring this recording thing, this whole podcast thing out a little better. I figured out how to, like, split up segments. Like last week, for example, I really had to pee and I couldn't stop the recording because I didn't know how to like pick up from where I left off. But right now I actually stopped about like 30 seconds ago and I I don't think you can actually tell. I'm going to stop right now again and pick up again and let's just see if it works. See, I don't think you can actually tell. Huh. Anyway, I'm recording this a little later than I usually do, but that's the beauty of podcast. Since it's not live, it can literally be any time of the day when you're listening to this. So good morning, afternoon, or night, depending on whatever time it is for you. But yeah, I saw this thing on the news this week and I thought it was really funny because then I heard it on the radio and then I read it on the newspaper. I don't read like the actual newspaper. I read the um, online edition of the New York Post and I was just surprised on how much global recognition this was getting. It's an obituary from an 80 year old woman in Minnesota, I believe it was. It was written by her son, Jay DeMallo. He changed his last name. He actually just removed the W and added an A, which is kind of weird. But anyway, he wrote Kathleen Demlo, born on March 19th, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis Demlo in St. Anthony's in Wabasso in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlau and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents in Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She would not be missed at all by Gina and Jay and they understand that this world is a better place without her. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I get it. Your mom left and you're upset. You don't like her, but at the same time, still your mom i don't know don't know how i feel about that just gonna leave that there but that got me thinking on obituaries i wanted to see if there was any other ones like similar to that and i didn't want to go down like the whole dark road so i wanted to see if there was any funny ones and i found quite a few actually that i want to read to you guys but first a quick commercial break Yes, love hurts. It can hurt emotionally, but more important, it can also hurt you physically. It can hurt you in a way which nobody who owns a hot tub and lives in California can afford to be unaware of. Yes, I'm talking about California hot tub rectal gonorrhea. This painful and curable disease can make an enjoyable soak in a hot tub with family, friends, and dog into a literally unforgettable experience. If you catch California hot tub rectal gonorrhea, not only will you walk around feeling like you're about to pass a twisted sardine can lid, you'll also smell like a pile of burning tractor tires. So don't jump out of the frying pan and into the hot tub, because if you get California hot tub rectal gonorrhea, it'll really burn your ass. 
This has been a public service message brought to you by the Citizens Against CHTRG Foundation. California hot tub rectal gonorrhea. We're not going to take it sitting down. Huh. I don't even know where that's from. The internet is a weird place. I just really wanted to say the commercial break thing. But yeah, uh, back to the obituaries. This first one is by a guy, Val Patterson. He was 59 and he died of throat cancer. He actually wrote this obituary himself and he handed it to his wife to give to the papers when he passed away. But the first thing he says is, as it turns out, I am the guy who stole the safe from the view drive-in back in June 1971. He also reveals that his PhD from the University of Utah was not legitimate. An office worker allegedly made a filing error that resulted in Patterson mistakenly receiving the diploma in the mail. He says that he never completed enough school to obtain an undergraduate degree and never even learned what the letters PhD stood for. <laughs> he also um, kind of just goes on to say how much he loves weed and that he was banned from um, Disneyland and from SeaWorld. There was, this actually doesn't explain why he was banned, but his wife says that she can confirm that it was true. He actually seems like a really interesting person. At the end of it, he writes, I enjoyed one good life. I traveled to every place on earth I ever wanted to travel to. I had every single job that I ever wanted. I learned all the things I wanted to learn. I fixed everything I wanted to fix and I ate everything I ever wanted to eat. Seems like a really cool guy, actually. But this doesn't even seem like an obituary. The first part seems more like a confession. Anyway, this next one. This one I actually really enjoy. I'm a huge Batman fan, and this guy Stephen Merle, 31, of Winter Haven, Florida, was known to be a huge superhero fan, but especially a huge Batman fan. And because of my Batman love, I, I, I had to read this one. It's actually quite serious, his obituary, but the first line alone is the only reason why I'm reading this. His friends wrote, Stephen Merle passed away sadly this Sunday due to an uppercut from Batman. And then at his funeral, everyone showed up in costumes of superheroes or supervillains and all the flowers were set as Captain America shields. How cool is that? I don't know. That's kind of probably the way I would want to go. I have one last one. This one isn't actually funny, but more inspirational. And I figured I might as well throw one of these in. But it's from a woman, Emily Phillips, a retired teacher that died on March 25th, 2015 in Florida. She died of pancreatic cancer and she actually managed to write her own obituary as well. But she wrote, It pains me to admit, but apparently I have passed away. Everyone told me it would happen one day, but that's simply not something I wanted to hear, much less experience. Once again, I didn't get the things my way. This has been the story my entire life, all my life. I was born, I blinked, and it was over. I urge you all to do your best, follow your arrows, and make something amazing out of your life. Oh, and one last thing, never stop smiling. I thought that was really nice. I don't know. Seems like an interesting woman, but on this whole subject, I want to take this topic a whole different direction, and I want to get serious for a minute. As most of you have probably heard by now, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain both committed suicide this week. And I have a friend. She works in a field dealing with things like that. And she wanted to come on the podcast and uh, not necessarily an interview. I'm, I'm not an interviewer, but I guess just speak about suicide and uh, raise suicide awareness. And I don't know if this is horrible, but I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. At, at least not now. I actually have, there's, there's a few of you, a good number listening right now, but I'd, I would rather wait. 
if this grows to be a bigger thing. I would rather wait to have a bigger platform and have it mean something different than it would if I was to do it now, you know? And also, I've, I've recorded most of this with my phone. So I would have to have used my sister's phone and it would have been this whole ordeal. And it's a serious subject. So I think down the line, I would rather have her come in in person and record this with me and we can just make a whole episode out of it. But yeah, suicide, it's one of those things. I don't think you can actually put the words together and explain to someone why you're having suicidal thoughts and why these things are happening. And because of that, most people are actually scared to say something to anyone. It might be the fear, it might be the fear of judgment even. And um, in most cases, when people do speak out and ask for help or say that they're having these thoughts, in most cases, people will not believe you. They will think it's a cry for attention, a cry for this, a cry for that, right? And that's actually sad. I, I know that holds a lot of people back. And I just want you to know if, if you do have these thoughts that it is always better to speak to someone that is professional because I wish most people looked into this and, and knew a little bit more about the subject, but it's, it's not even the person's fault. In most cases, it's actually a chemical imbalance in your brain where they actually can't even help it, right? And it's just something I feel deeply for and I really wish more people looked into what suicide is actually all about and why people have suicidal thoughts. But anyway, enough of that. There's one more thing I wanted to say this week. Thank you, Kevin, that's enough. I do feel kind of weird going from that to this, but at least I got most of what I wanted to say out there, so at least there's that. But anyway, on Netflix this week, my next guest with David Letterman, it's a beautiful show to begin with, but this week Howard Stern was on there. And Howard Stern and David Letterman are both interviewers, but it actually went surprisingly well. Even Letterman admitted in the beginning that he thought it would be a shit show, but it, it went swimmingly. And it's a beautiful 56 minutes of an interview. Even if you're not a Howard Stern fan, the, the way radio is today, even the way television is today, is all because of the way Howard Stern fought the FCC back in the day. So if you're interested at all in, in pop culture, radio, television, any of that, I highly recommend you check it out. And speaking about Howard Stern, Artie Lang, a former member of the Howard Stern Show, if you're not aware, but I just found out like two days ago that he recently released a book, and I, I definitely want to check that out. So if any of you have read Artie Lang's book, please message me and let me know how it, how it is. And yeah, I, I don't even know how long this is. 10, 13, 14, 15. That's actually not that bad. This went by pretty quick. I thought I recorded a lot less. But yeah, until next week, guys, catch somebody doing something right. By the way, the reason there's like a little pause or skip at the end of this is because I fucked up completely recording and, and deleted something. I don't know. Long story. Anyway, yeah, bye.